And we're back, back for another edition of Inside Career Technical Training. I'm uh, joined by myself, Ann Baldwin, and President and CEO of Porter and Chester Institute, Jim Beloga. Jim, always great to have you here on the program talking about all the wonderful things that are going on within the PCI uh, family. Talk first about all the locations that you have here in Connecticut. Uh, Ann, thanks for having me. And uh, in Connecticut, we have six locations. Um, and again, uh, we, we started, uh, actually, this is where we started back in 1946 uh, for returning um, uh, military personnel. Uh, so we started in, um, uh, it wasn't CAD back then, but drafting and design mm -hmm. and, um, and, and basically architectural uh, engineering. So uh, that's where we, we started. So we're, we're almost 75 years old, which is pretty exciting. And, um, and, and we do have six campuses in the state. Uh, starting in Enfield, uh, Connecticut, Rocky Hill, Connecticut. Um, we also have a, a new campus that we just relocated in Hamden, Connecticut, um, as well as Waterbury, Stratford. Um, and we also cover southeastern Connecticut and New London. Yeah, it's great. You talk about how you kind of started in, in drafting. And I know I was down at your, your campus in New London. And uh, there, the CAD program with Electric Boat right next door, uh, it's, it's really kind of come back to that, hasn't it? I know I've seen also at some of your career fairs that this, you know, computer-aided drafting uh, and technology really is a hot field right now. There's a huge demand for those folks. Yeah, no, I think that um, uh, right now, you know, again, if you look at, um, you know, everything that's made, uh, there, there's a tremendous amount of design work that goes into um, uh, all the stuff that we uh, we use or consume, and uh, you know our our uh, program uh, really sort of hits on uh, primarily architectural um, and some mechanical uh, CAD drafting, and and the students do use um, a number of industry leading uh, software tools uh, to really perfect and hone their skills in addition to the. Uh, the actual theory that they learn as well, and um, and so and so again, it's a you know it's it's a it's a you know it's a it, it's a program that you know sort of st tested uh, stood the test of time, and um, you know we're excited about it. It's a program that started us, if you will, and uh, we continue to uh, uh, do fairly well right. in that program. And you've kept up with the times too. That you know that's the other piece of it. I know um, with your 3D printers. Now I was just watching something on national news the other night about automobile dealerships and uh, dealers actually that are going to be building cars in the future uh, with 3D printers. Uh, I think we also learned how uh, valuable they can be during this COVID-19 situation where a lot of masks were actually um, designed and, and put together on 3D printers. So keeping up with the times, which I know for the, you that meant a real transition to virtual learning um, for all of your campus, both here in Connecticut and also with your YTI locations. Uh, but now we're trying to, and we are emerging a little bit, we're starting to open up because your folks have learned their classroom stuff, if you will, virtually, mm -hmm. but now it's time for the hands-on. So now what happens? Your students come back to your campuses? Yeah. So, so yeah. So what we're doing right now is the students spent the, the first six weeks of the spring term, uh, uh, in a remote learning environment. So learning online and, um, you know, we're hopeful that, uh, come Monday, June, uh, 1st, 
uh, we'll be able to bring all the students uh, back in uh, using the appropriate social distancing and infection control protocols mm -hmm. uh, to get them back into uh, either the campus uh, into their into their industry modeled lab so they can do uh, they can actually apply the theory, if you will, and their practical, tangible skills now. Um, and then if you're, you know, in a healthcare area, um, the uh, clinical sites that our students do um, uh, participate in, uh, they're actually starting to open up now as well. So, you know, we're hopeful that, um, you know, in, in relatively short order, okay. uh, the students will be able to come back on and, and again, start, you know, uh, touching, you know, touching things and bending things. Mm -hmm. and That's the fun part. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and, uh, and really sort of honing their um, <clears throat> tangible, you know, tangible skills. Right. And uh, congratulations, I guess, are due because you have a new addition. We do. Not we a do. baby, but. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, we, if you we, could see his face. Yeah. Uh, no, we've, uh, we've uh, actually got a, a plumbing program uh, that was recently approved in our new London campus. And uh, we're really excited about that. Uh, that program uh, is starting uh, July 20th. Uh, the campus, uh, for those of uh, our listeners who, who aren't sure where it's at, it's at 470 Bank Street, New London. And um, it's a 12-month it's a program. It's going to be offered uh, in the day to start. And um, it'll be uh, pretty similar to the, uh, the program that we currently offer in our Hamden, Stratford, Waterbury, and Rocky Hill campus. And classes are starting uh, July 20th. They are. So this is a great opportunity. I don't know if anybody out there listening to this program has ever, you know, you never plan for the need for a plumber. That's never a planned event, right? It's always a crisis. Correct. Like something's really happened bad. and it's bad. So if you've ever tried to find a plumber and you know they get compensated or I know they get compensated very well, um, this is great that you've added that plumbing program. And I want to talk a little bit about that new London campus because mm -hmm. I was so impressed. I had the opportunity to go down there, not only in the location right there in Bank Street, which is really, New London has really reinvented itself in so many ways, but your, your dental program there. When I walked down the hall and walked in there, it's like I was in a, to me, it was like I was in a state-of-the-art, you know, dental office. Everything was just so unbelievable. And you talk about hands-on experience, you really are getting your hands-on you know, today's technology and today's, today's skills that you really need to know to be successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I mean, again, I think if you, you look at our mission statement, we talk about industry model lab environments mm -hmm. and that's, and that's what we do. We work with uh, local employers who participate in our uh, program advisory committees and, um, and, and we listen to what, what their needs are and we integrate uh, their needs into our educational programs so that when students come to um, uh, one of our programs, they get the education around the theory piece of it, um, and then they also get the training, which is the practical application of the theory, in an industry model lab. So when they go out, you know, um, uh, on their first job, uh, you know, nothing's hopefully not too much is not going to be. Uh, it's it'll all be familiar to mm -hmm. them. Right. So they'll they'll be able to you know know how to operate a dental chair or know how to operate you know, a grinding, uh, you know, a grinding machine for dental, um, you know, or they'll know how to, you know, bend conduit, you know, if they're an electrician or how to change a compressor um, or, or take, um, you know, take Freon readings if they're an HVAC technician. So, mm -hmm. so again, you know, we're, we're, you know, our, our education is really twofold in that you do learn the theory 
Um, you do spend time right now um, online in a remote uh, environment, uh, learning the, the sort of classroom piece of it, if you will, and the, the theory behind it. And then obviously we want it, we want our students to not only understand that theory, but also be able to practically apply it. And through that practical application, you then develop and, and uh, hone your, your tangible skills that you can use when you go out um, and hopefully you know, find a, an essential job as defined by, you know, many of the governors in the states that we operate in. Um, so, so again, we're, you know, we're really excited about, um, you know, this new plumbing program uh, down in uh, New London, just to sort of bring it back. Right. And um, again, classes do start July 20th. And, uh, you know, I, I would just say that um, it's, uh, you know, the average age of a plumber in Connecticut, I believe the last time I checked was about 61. And it's an industry that uh, I think you know nationwide is expected to grow, you know, in uh, really the mid mid uh, mid you know sort of mid teens, if you will, you know, fifteen sixteen percent a year. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like you had mentioned earlier, um, you know, there's generally uh, you know a fair amount of demand for for plumbing. And if you think about it, um, you know, all of the all of the trades that we we offer, you know, we all like, uh, you know, we all like uh, our plumbing to work. Um, we all like hot and cold air, yeah. uh, our HVAC program. We all like the lights and all the home automation that we have, and that's our electrical and, and our electronics program. So, you know, right right there, um, you know, it's just sort of a, you know, a, a, a little a little brief piece of, of what we do. And I think this, uh, you know, the stay at home, these all these folks that have been kind of sitting back, maybe taking a couple steps back. Um, maybe they have been considered a non-essential worker. So hopefully we've uh, piqued your interest and given you some useful information as you continue to figure out what you want to be when you grow up, perhaps. <laughs> but without further ado, um, all of our podcasts contain um, lots of information. Check them out or check out, again, the website, porterchester.com. EDU. In the meantime, thanks to all of you for listening to this edition of Inside Career Technical Training.